Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing tonight? Welcome to the show. I'm the Plumbing Sales Coach CF, and tonight we're doing a Q&A. Tonight we're going to talk about, well, what you want to talk about. Really, all you got to do is ask questions, and hopefully I can give you some answers. Now, had a little trouble getting the show started, so we didn't get a chance to share it out with the world, so I'm literally typing that as, but you can help me. Share the show tonight. I didn't get a chance to share it out there. Let people know about the show there is definitely stuff on here for everyone. We really want to let the plumbers know what's going on because honestly, in our industry right now, we could totally use this next level, this next step up. We have so much value to offer and hardly anyone knows about it. What's up, Wes? My man, Wes Corville in the house coming all the way, I think from Texas. He moved around a little bit, but I think from Texas, BJ in the house also from Texas. Good to see you, my man, Lance Ball, all the way up from Wyoming, in the house, and Tommy, Tommy's, Thomas Hare from Tommy's Plumbing um, out of Greenville. Now, listen, a couple of these guys that we're talking about on here, BJ, Lance, Thomas, you guys were all in the owner's training that we just got done doing earlier today, uh, actually just not that long ago, and we got a chance to uh, cover some tough stuff, some good things. Terry Kennedy was also in that journey. Good to see you on here as well. And we got a chance to go over some stuff. He says, what up? Good to see you, my man. But tonight we're going to do a little Q&A, a little Q&A. So as we get that ready, just start typing in your questions now. Anything you want to know about plumbing sales and also future products that might be coming out, what my take is on certain products that are out or are coming out. Uh, a lot of you guys will ask
back. I think I am back. What? What is going on with this Facebook? This is why right now, this I'm going to make an appeal to you all right now. If you've been watching this show long enough to know, you know that occasionally Facebook gives us some trouble. I don't know what it is. I know they've made a lot of changes. Here recently, they've wanted to make sure that uh, Facebook somehow gets all the credit, gets all the attention, and it comes down to marketing money. So we're switching over to YouTube. Go to my YouTube channel, The Plumbing Sales Guy. Go over to my YouTube channel, and uh, hopefully this sound is working now. Uh, we're working. He says we are working. Go to my YouTube channel. Get subscribed immediately. We're going to be switching over there real soon. Next week, I go to Canada. I'll be on the road working with Keith Hunt's company out in Canada. And uh, and he says, you need to say, I need you to smack some people. See, it really comes down to a dispute. We can learn a little something here about business. It really comes down to a dispute between Facebook and the back end users. Some they tried to buy someone, that person didn't try to didn't want to sell, which made Mark go into competition mode and outdo them. And so now here we are. And so now I need to go to YouTube. So go over to YouTube and subscribe to that channel. Also follow the podcast. You can always follow the podcast. The podcast is on iTunes, on Google Playlists, or on uh, Google uh, Podcasts. It's on uh, all of them, Stitcher, all the different ones. Also help me share the show. Type in, uh, tag someone in the comments or click on share and just say, check out my boy Fresh or something like that, and we'll get the word out about the show. We've hit, when when the Facebook starts working and the software all works, we hit 50 viewers, 40 viewers live, and then that usually translates into 1,000 or 2,000, sometimes 10,000, 8,000, 15,000, we even hit 20,000 viewers on a show when the system works correctly. So if we move it over to YouTube, we can get the message out a little bit faster and a little bit better, and we won't have all these hindrances in our way while people try to work out there. Thing. Everything, Wesley, everything is the plumbing sales guy or the plumbing sales coach. Every channel I have, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Also, my uh, if you listen to this on the podcast, you already know, but you can catch me on all of the major podcast stations under the plumbing sales guy. I think uh, plumbing sales guy or plumbing sales coach. We're in a brand change and we're transitioning over, but they both work. Good to see some other people on here. Wesley, good to see you as well. Where are you watching from? Uh, where are you at tonight? And Christy in Amarillo as well. Irma, my sister, my future sister-in-law here real soon. Good to see you on the show. And uh, there's a tag of my YouTube channel. You can click on that and subscribe. But guys, the YouTube channel is where I'm going to start going live. That's where we always upload our shows. Hardly any views over there because we really don't know what we're doing on YouTube just yet. We're trying to figure that out. We've hired some people to figure that out for us. We're working, we're working, we're working on it. But in the meantime, you can go there and watch the reruns. You can also go there and start catching the live videos once we start broadcasting on there. What I was about to say is I'm going to Canada next week. I'll be there for a week working with Plums Up, uh, Keith and Lindsay Hunt, and we'll be working with their company hands-on and uh, and doing things uh uh, really getting their company into shape with following the processes and 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 value stacking and um, you know it's funny is people ask me you know are you really good at sales are you really good at selling people stuff and I know I'm really good at getting stuff away and people go what do you what do you mean by that well I find hidden value in different things and I show their customers where there's value in their home and where they need improvements and in the process of doing that I can find ways to give away stuff and and add it on to things and show extra value. Uh, without really, uh, you know, giving away the farm, so to speak, really building value in different things and helping customers see how they can invest in their home instead of being forced to spend money on their home. And so that's what I do. That's what I help companies do. That's what I'm going out there to do. And then after that, I'll be back home for a week. And then it's off to, um, actually, I'm going straight from there to Indianapolis and then from Indianapolis back home. And then from there, <clears throat> I'll be a week home and then back into uh, on the road into Oregon. 
uh, to work with um, uh, Lynn Benton Plumbing. So pretty pumped just south of Portland. Pretty pumped up about those trips, getting ready to do those. But I'm also pumped up about getting back home and spending the holidays with my family. So I know you, a lot of you are like, wait, don't talk about the holidays. But I understand now why some people look ahead. That's that's one of the reasons why I'm looking ahead, get back home with my family. And, you know, one of the things that, that we're doing tonight is a Q&A. So ask any questions you have. Well, if we have any questions start popping up, I'll, other than who do I need to smack, someone over there at Facebook. He says, uh, also, when I take, uh, there's no button that's not available. It says, uh yeah, it looks like Facebook is just acting up. Uh, he says, is this a sales coach tactic? <laughs> um, he says, She says, you're saying all these great things and no one can hear you. That was earlier when I had no sound. I drew everyone in. Like, is it going to get it fixed or not? Um, let's see if we got any questions here. Uh, yeah, ask questions. That's what we're doing for. That's what we're doing this tonight is questions and answers. Whatever questions you have, I'll give you the answers. What objection are you getting? What piece of equipment? What can you do? How can you sell? Um, how is Mansfield still in business? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I don't have the answer for that one. Mr. Robski checking the house. Andy Wright, good to see you. Tanner, my man, Tanner, that's a technician that gets it, does it, is crushing it, supplying the processes, applying the fresh sales approach, uh, the way that I go about selling. He's applying that into homes. Now, make no mistake, I can just show you the process. You still got to have the skill sets to go in there and actually um, be bold enough to go through that process and do it with the customer. But if you do, if you put in the work and you follow the scripts and you do what you're supposed to do, results will happen. My man, Joey Cisneros in the house. Good to see you as well. Hello from Myrtle Beach, Andy says. Happy birthday, Tanner. It's Tanner's birthday. My man, let's wish it. Wish it. You know what? That's what this is all about. The community within the community. I do this show so that not only can I help you guys improve, not only can I give you guys some tips, maybe remind you of some things or maybe tell you some things that you've never heard before, or maybe put it in a different way so you can see it from a different perspective. And that's what I'm here to do. But this is also a community. It's you guys working with you guys. It's like-minded individuals. People don't want above be, be above reproach. People don't want to be above bar. You want to do it better than the average person. You want to do it better than the rest of the people are doing it. That's that's the reason why we do this show, Service Over Sales. It's this idea that we've got a community, right? A service community. And so let's wish a happy birthday to Tanner. He's a part of that community. You're all a part of that community. Sergio Sanchez, which I will say, uh, look, I don't know a lot about this brand, but I'll give him a shout out. Wolverine Brass is who he represents. It is a company that does, um, they sell plumbing parts check into them. I don't know a lot about that product, but I will say that he is someone that watches the show and he's hit me up. And so I know he represents him. I give him a quick shout out. Wolverine brass <clears throat> didn't pay me anything to do that. Just so you know, when a tech gets in a gulp, how can he get out? You know, uh, if we're talking about this idea of falling into the pit of life, right? This idea that we fall into a rut. Is that what you're talking about? Where they're, they're kind of in a rut where they're not able to close. I'll wait for you to answer that. If that's what you're talking about, maybe it's a good topic to talk about anyways. But he says, hello, see freshness. I'm here. Good evening, everybody. We're in Myrtle Beach almost two weeks ago. He says we were in Myrtle Beach. That's right for his uh, anniversary. Ross, Rosario Risso in the house. It's another name I love saying. Uh, my man, Ross, up in Canada. Up in Canada. Andy saying, yes, when a guy gets in a rut. Happy birthday, Tanner, GB says. Yeah, when a guy gets in a rut, you know, look, I did this a while back in the show. In fact, uh, speaking of Joey Cisneros, I, I went out to the high desert. I went to the uh, Cisneros Brothers Plumbing, and I ran into a rut myself. And, and, of course, I've been in sales long enough to have had some successes and also have some failures. Look, make no mistake, it's funny as 
um, ticket averages go up. And especially I have an interactive sales training program that I do with just a few plumbing companies where I'm really hands-on and we're really interactive with one another and in the moment, real time type stuff. And we can run, we can run into glitches. We can run into to ruts where we run into problems and you see it in and out and you see guys fall into this. Not, this is the advice I have for anybody in a rut. Number one, we have to understand something about sales. We have to understand something about relationships and all that. It, it becomes a mindset thing. It is absolutely a mindset thing. And I'm sorry, GB, you're freezing up. It looks like my numbers dropped again. Everyone's freezing up. It's Facebook. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know why they're being like this, but anyways, enough about that. You guys have heard enough about that, but I'm going to give you this answer and you can go back and listen to it on the podcast and uh, go, you can go back and listen to the podcast, but here's the thing. Um, we get into a mindset shift where we get into a rut where we kind of, you know, we're in the grind all day long. It's easy to fall into the rut. Right. And so that's what happens to us. And the one thing you have to do, you, you, you sometimes can work yourself out of ruts, but for the most part, if your brain is a computer chip, you got to stop. You got to literally shut down and just take a moment. You have to walk away, detach, some for some people for me, you know, some people it's whatever. For me, believe it or not, it could be um three or four, three or four episodes of friends. It, it could be something just to completely shut down and detach from everything that's going on and and shut down my mind. But then I want to reset that. Think about a computer. If your computer's glitching up, um, then you got to shut it down and you got to restart it. You got to reboot it. When you reboot it, you re-energize. Okay, that's when you want to reprogram with something positive, something good, something that is accurate. If you if you're in a rut, then that is assuming that your guy could sell at one point or could service at one point or was doing a job, a good job at one point. If he falls into that rut, then he just needs to be reminded how what he he doesn't need to do something new. He just needs to go back to what he was doing. In fact, he's probably doing something new that's caused him to get into this rut. I remember when I worked at Carmax. Uh, I went to CarMax. I was working there, um, and I was. This was a year, decade and a half ago, and uh, was working there. Was selling cars, and uh, first month of my career. And this is what I love to brag about this, but I don't like talking about my second month. But my first month of my career, I broke records. I sold more cars than anyone ever sold their first month. I sold almost sold more cars than anyone ever sold. I had a great month, crushed it. Second month, only sold nine cars. Now, what changed? I I was still me. Process at CarMax was still the same. Prices hadn't really changed. The, the way their advertising hadn't really changed. Customers still came in, all that kind of stuff. What changed? What changed was I didn't follow the process anymore. I'd gotten into a rut. I skipped a step. And how I got myself back on track was I stopped. I went to this manager and I said, look, I'm in a bind. I'm struggling. I'm not doing well. I recognized that I was in a bind. I recognized that I was off track. That's half the battle, right? And then the second thing I did was I said, what can I do to fix it? So he had me walk him through what I was doing. And he goes, oh, you're not doing this one thing. And I was like, oh, you're right. And then I fixed that and the rest was history. I literally sold more cars than anybody there my first six months. And every, every two months they did a competition for the most cars. And I won every two months for the first three, you know, for the first six months, three times in a row. And I'm not saying that I had a bad month in there. But the reason why I was able to overcome that was because I didn't try to just go fix it. And I stopped, I reset, I reprogrammed. I, I, I got back on track. I worked, I went back to what worked. And that's what you guys got to do. And they got to be, first of all, they got to be humble enough to be able to do that. But second of all, they got to they gotta have something to go back to. Do you guys have a process that you follow or is it just willy-nilly? If you have a process to follow, now everybody has something to aim at and reset on and recalibrate from. It's like having a compass, right? Um, if you don't know where North is, it doesn't matter. If you don't, if, if there's no North, so to speak, uh, it doesn't matter what the compass says. Um, 
How do you attract good techs? You know, that's a really good question. And there's there's more to this answer than than just um, one thing. Like there is realities. Like what I'm about to tell you is coupled with other things. For example, uh, Richard Bainey, the Million Dollar Plumber, would talk about um, the 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 software or the companies that can help you get good text, and that matters. And you got to do that, but you got to do that in addition to this. You got to be desirable to work for, right? Like it, you know how. Sometimes we overcomplicate this thing. Like, how do I get good guys to work for me? Be worthy to work for. It starts there. And I know that's tough. And that's like, man, you just put it back all on the owners. But I thought it was the guy's fault. Why won't the guys come work for me? Maybe you're not worth working for. And, and maybe you are, but maybe it doesn't look that way. You know, Lance, I'll, I'll talk about you right away since you're the one that asked the question. You're probably one of the greatest dudes in the area to work for. You're an awesome guy. You have a big heart. You care. You understand plumbing. You value the plumbing. So you're not undercutting your guys. You have the right price book in mind. You're trying to get better. You're wrapping your trucks. You're growing. But a couple of, you know, a couple of six months ago, you didn't have wrapped trucks. You know, six months ago, you didn't have a flat rate price book or eight months or nine months. And so you didn't have these things in place. And so you're getting better. You're becoming more desirable to work for. And so that's how that works. Uh, you sent your guy off to school. He saw uh, Cisneros Brothers Plumbing firsthand. He saw a desirable place to work for. That's the kind of thing. That's what you have to do. You have to create that community and that culture. So that's a generic answer, right? Like, okay, well, how do I do that? Well, I'll tell you right now, uniforms actually matter. Having a shop actually matters. And you can't do that day one, okay? You can't do that overnight. But but finding finding this process to get yourself to where the guys can see the growth, that's what matters. When you just have one guy working for you and you work out of your garage, that's normal. That's normal. You work out of your kitchen, that's normal. But as that guy sees you growing, does he see all of a sudden you have a logo now? You have a uniform now? Does he see all of a sudden now you have a price book? Okay, now all of a sudden we have trucks. Okay, now we have a second and a third guy. Okay, we're growing. Okay, now we have a fourth guy. Now we have a shop. Does he see that growth? Can he see that? Because if you can tell him, like one day we're going to, one day, one day, man, that's the worst thing you can tell an employee. Does anyone have a good recommendation for pseudo cameras other than rigid? Damn. Oh, Nick, what'd you just get? Nick got some stuff up. EC plumbing, uh, got a new, new plumbing truck with Ford and somehow got them to finance the camera and stuff with it. I'm not sure what the camera was. I thought I saw Nick on here earlier. Sewer. I love mine. Easy cam. Uh, Terry says, Look, guys, this is how you can help each other out. This is how you guys, first of all, get get subscribed to the show. Type service into the comments. Help me share the show. Type someone's name into the comments that you need to see this or share it out on your page. Just click share. But uh, you guys can help each other out. Just being around. Look at this. Stephen Foster asked a question. He gets two quick answers. And this is what it's like in my inner circle group, in the Facebook group, if you guys are in that. That's for the plumbing business owners that belong in the uh, training. What's up, Chad Collins, my man out of uh, Grand Junction, Colorado, from Pride Plumbing, the owner, CEO, businessman, boss. Talking about Q&A tonight. What questions do you guys have? This I get so many questions all the time. And why, is it, why aren't we getting some more asked on here? I get people calling me all the time with questions, and you can just ask them right now for the world to know. While we wait for that, I did have a question about uh, what do you do about these handy andies? What do you do about these guys out there? 
Liners versus pipe bursting could go either way. Well, liners, so pipe burst, I like pipe bursting. I like the idea of a new line. That's just me. But I've seen some really cool technology with this liner. So it really comes down to uh, probably more, I guess, in that, in that, to be real with you, it would come down to the situation, right? If you're working with a crawl space, you got a big basement you can pipe burst into. You know, foundation, you might go and want to go with pipe, uh, uh, with lining. My top tech gets calls to me about three to five times a month about confused about options and what they needed. Do you have any suggestions on how you uh, present options? Andy, I believe you're in the training now. Is that correct? Can you correct me on that? Did your company just jump into the new? Tr did I see your name on there? I, I swear I did. Um, but I, there's, I, I get confused easily. Um, let me come back to your question, back up to the liners versus pipe bursting. Hopefully, I, I, that's my opinion, Stephen. Um, I like them both. I do. Um, it just depends on, you know, what 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 you're able to get your hands on. And and also, when you do pipe bursting and liners, make sure I assume that uh, you are – yeah, Andy says, yes, their company's now in the training. So um, I'll give you some insight on that here in just a second, Andy. In fact, you weren't – you're that, that question's answered – um, I kind of have, <laughs> I kind of have a, a secret there as part of the process and and how how we hold them accountable to that uh, that you get access to that answer. I don't want to necessarily put that on here, so I'm just gonna be honest. But I, you're gonna get that recorded to you. What I would say is that you do have to hold your guys accountable, and that is going back and checking on them. Uh, Chris has always says halos are the best lanes. That is not. No, no, no. That's not what I say. No, no, no. Uh, I want to clear that. No, I'm not, not, not a, uh, did you set me up BJ? Cause I'm not, I'm not sure how I feel about the halos. I'm a little torn on those. Um, but uh, what I, what I would say is salted systems are legit. You can't replace those. There is no replacement for that. That's the real deal. Especially if you live out in Indiana or the, or Amarillo or the Midwest, um, you really want to make sure it's salted system. New gen, I, they're good. They got a clack valve. I really like Avid slash Sterling. Avid is the brand. Sterling is a brand. Both those brands are made by the same exact manufacturers. It looks exactly the same, just a slightly different color skin. Um, okay, so let's go back to the top tech. So Andy's question, yeah. So for everyone else on here, Andy, I will. you're going to get that recorded of today's training. So you'll have that. Um, he said, had to put you in the spot. <laughs> you got me. Um, so Halo, let's talk about that. That is not a water softener. That is a water conditioning system. It suspends. It doesn't necessarily remove it's kind of like those old uh, those bussers where you put the uh, the wires around. You know, in certain areas that works. It's lower amounts. It is going to water condition. It is carbon filter. It is going to do all those things. Um, um, but um, it doesn't remove it. So you get into an area where you're like looking at. Because here's the thing: if if you if you just suspend it and you run it through a water conditioning system and then you reheat it into a water so water heat with tankless water heater. Um, Navian was just, they just were at a training that I was uh, doing, a school that we were doing, and Navian came in and basically said, hey, look, if it's over, I think it was 12 hardness, um, we'll warranty at that time, but then we're suspending the warranty until you get it under 12 hardness. You ain't going to do that unless um, you run a softener on it. Uh, he says, KDC with Big Blue, my man Brandon in the house. Uh, softener in KDC, absolutely. got it. It's got to be a softener. Um, there's a lot of different brands out there with the, you want to make sure it's a clack head. That's the, that's kind of the big deal. Um, and that it's a two tank system, that it's a, a, 
a brine tank and a resin tank separate from one another, unless you're putting it on a well, in which case, um, 5k and we will give you pure goodness. <laughs> um, unless it's on a well and then you need a two tank system. A lot of times removing the iron before it gets into the resin tank and the resin tank, but, and then, and, and then if you get into wells and you get out in the country, you know, you need to be testing that water on a different level and checking for bacteria and all that stuff. But back to the more common question of the softeners for wells. In fact, I even, if they're for the city, people say, do you put softeners on city water? Absolutely. And yeah, and I still put a salted system. Um, to remove the hardness. All right. That's a good question. Uh, late answer. I was driving the tech I picked up just left um, a big company and made good money with benefits. I can't offer all that yet, but he left because he was miserable with the culture. Culture matters. Yeah. So this dude left a big secure job because the culture wasn't there. Culture absolutely matters. North star is another one. That's a good one. Um, chlorination UV. Those are add-ons for Wells. North star does a good unit. Um, Coronation UV, that's an add-on. That's a really good one. You know, look, learn. Learn about this stuff. That's what back uh, – I'm getting my show confused now with my my owner's training. But I, I will give away a little owner's training. I did tell the owners tonight first thing, get your guys uh, trained up. Get the shops involved. Get them training you. Yeah, Sterling. I love Sterling. That's that's my favorite. So Sterling and Avid Brandon, that's who I said earlier. Avid and Sterling are made by the same people. Yeah, just an amazing system. Um and they offer all the add-ons that are um, whatnot. Now, so let's go back to his question, though. Let's go back to Andy Wright's question uh, where he said, you know, how how do you hold your guys accountable? You, you, you have to have a process in place. Again, Andy, you're going to get this very specifically answered for you when you get that recorded training that um, was just a little bit earlier for you and the other owners. Um, we're going to you're going to, you're going to learn specifically, but you got to have some sort of process in place. And then you got a way to hold them accountable to that process. Too many owners are trying to hold their guys accountable. The process in place needs to hold the employee. It's kind of like, uh, I use the example of, if you are, I'm sorry, I'm kind of switching through all the, I want to make sure I read everything. I'm switching through all these, the comments. Um, if you, if you are, um, if you're a plumber and you had the option to not go into crawl spaces anymore, you would probably take that option. Most people would. Now I know Brandon would be like, not me. That's where the money's at. But aside from that, Brandon, if you just didn't have to go and crawl, that just didn't exist in the plumbing game anymore or tunneling or anything that's dark and scary, creepy and crawly, any of that kind of thing, we would, we would do that, but that's not a reality. It's not a reality. And so no one questions that no one ever questions going in the crawl space. No one ever questions going into, and if they, they do get rid of them, but no one ever questions that because it's just a reality of the trade. It's a reality of the business. It's a reality of what we do. You need to make your sales process a reality of what you do. You need to make your sales process a part of the trade and non-negotiable like getting in crawl spaces, like with the fact that we deal with water heaters, like the fact that we deal with sewer lines that like the fact that we don't. And that's, that's how you do it. And um, he says, like the doctor saying, he doesn't want to treat sick people, you know, and I, and I, I will give this away my boot camps and everywhere I've ever done training. I've always used this example, but I'll, I'll tell you guys a quick story, but I, I literally thought I was gonna have a heart attack one time and I went to the hospital and, and I've also been to the doctor before when I had the flu. And I've been to the doctor before when I had kidney stones. And I've been to the doctor before when I had a knee pain and I needed a cortisone shot. And I've been to the doctor before when I broke my nose. But I went to the doctor for a heart attack, what I thought was a heart attack. It ended up being a gallbladder. Uh, I just had 
bad evening habits is actually more what the case was. Um, but I thought I was having a heart attack and I was like, I've seen ER, I've seen Doogie Howser, I've seen all the shows. You're supposed to put me on the table, rip me open. Uh, usually in the movie at this part in the scene of the movie, you know, like someone down the street is getting in a major car accident across the state or across the country. And then they're like a perfect match for me. And then I'm getting their heart and they lived a glorious life. And they're like, this is the perfect way for them to go out. And that's how the movie typically goes. I've seen it, but they didn't do any of that. They took my blood pressure. They took my heart rate. They took my height, which was humiliating. So I'm like, I'm having a heart attack. And the last thing I have to hear someone say is you're five, six. It's kind of an insult. So this is what I'm going through. It, and it's not any different than if I had strep throat then if i and so there's a process that they go through with you every time why is that why is it is it because they're trying to upsell you because they're trying to get you brandon says i'm the guy that dies from curable diseases i went to the, i haven't gone to the doctor once since 17. <laughs> hey look it's just a reality though right there's a process to follow. And that's what I tell, that's what I tell companies. That's what I tell technicians. He says, I'm going to stand still with profit versus growth. Now, what do you suggest next step? We do a lot of advertising. My guys are trained to give options, but we are struggling to grow. What do you suggest? I know that's a million dollar question. Heck, I'll tell you right now. What do you do? Anybody else in this problem? Put a one in the comments. If you feel like you you've been in this problem or you're in that problem right there. I will give you that answer right now. A ticket average ain't everything because it doesn't really matter. If, if someone averages $5,000 a ticket, but the, the job costs them $4,900 and only making hundred bucks, that's not impressive. And if ticket averages 5,000 a ticket, but their close rate is 20%, that's not really impressive because they're not connecting with anyone and no one really trusts them or likes them. So, but it does come down to his ticket average. If if you're not closing at over 80% or 90%, Brandon's, Brandon's, uh, I threw up. <laughs> I know Brandon's freaking out. If you're not closing at at least 80 or 90% now and, and, and you're averaging, um, you're not averaging at least 700, 800 a ticket, at least 100 off a 4K job, right? But it happens, Brandon, you and I both know it. Cause people don't know their numbers. Yeah. You're not the only one, Andy. Um, but if you're not averaging, then it's your sales process. Um, and your guys can offer options sometimes and that kind of a thing, but are they really offering options that matter and match the customer's concern? Because if I go into a home, she's got a leaking toilet and I offer a, 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 a new toilet and a new tankless and a new sewer line, that's options, but that doesn't really correlate with what's going on there. And so do they really have these things in place? That would be the first thing. If you've got these things in place, you're averaging a thousand a ticket, you're, you're taking care of your customers, you're doing these things and you're closing 80%, 90% of the jobs, then it becomes more, more calls. But more calls doesn't always equal more. In fact, one of the biggest mistakes I see uh, companies make is they go for more calls when they want more money. They think more calls equals more money. Sometimes more calls equals less money because your guys end up running from job to job to job and they can't they can't really diagnose the home properly. They can't really build that relationship properly. And they're just trying to get home to their family at this point. Yeah, and so all those things matter, right? Labor costs, the things he's talking about, all that stuff absolutely matters. Richard... Richard, the million dollar plumber can help you with those, those numbers that you need for running your business. Uh, I can help you guys get, get your numbers up. This is hard to do. Well, you're in the program now. So I think we'll get that fixed. 
We'll get that fixed for you, my man. He says, if it was easy, everyone would do it. That's true. Just need the right information. Just need the right information. So uh, bottom line is, you know, he's asking, like, what's the next step when do you get more calls? Do you get whatever? And I say you get more. You get the most you can out of the calls you have first. Then you focus on getting more of those because you'll actually do them the right way. You'll actually take care of the customer the right way. You'll actually work through the process with them. So what other, any other questions tonight? We're a little bit over here, 36 minutes in. Um, I'm here. I'm here for you. I know uh, in spite of Zuckerberg, we've only hit teens tonight in the, in the numbers. Like I said, go on to make sure, uh, make sure you are, I'm sorry, I'm reading these. <laughs> make sure you guys are subscribed to YouTube, the YouTube channel. Um, Nick says information changes situations. Oh, yeah. It's true. Another guy in the training. Um, some Everyone on here I think is in the training. If, if you're not in the training, you might be one of the only ones on here that's not in the training. Um, the other thing too is get on YouTube, get subscribed on YouTube. Uh, you can type service into the comments right now, get subscribed to this show, but it also gets you subscribed to our mini chat, which means once we start going on YouTube, we'll still use that same subscription channel to communicate. So if you type service, into the comments right now, you will get locked in. There's a close to 200 companies now, 200 people locked into that subscription. Make sure you get into that. Just type service. What will happen is you'll get a message from Messenger. You'll need to respond to that message one more time. Once you do that, then you will, uh, you'll be subscribed to the show. Also, if you want training, if you want to, I'm pretty sure all of you are on the training, but if, uh, if you want training, type, uh, type fresh into the comments right now. That'll send you a link that you can get more information. Also, someone will reach out to you for my team. Uh, Jacob will reach out to you and communicate with you about training and what is all entailed with that. Um, he says, I run into soft water, not here, not hard water. Next step, acid neutralizer. Absolutely. First thing you got to do is soften the water, then you condition the water. So Nick, you still got reverse osmosis. You still got carbon filters. You've still got all these different things. Uh, chlorine, um, the UV, like he said, um, all those different products that are out there for you to offer your customer. You may have to get a little bit more creative learning your water condition and what you guys have there in your area, but you definitely are, have products out there that you can um, you can definitely help with people. Hey, here's another thing before I lose everyone. Um, <laughs> one more thing. <clears throat> I'm going to start a new um, – he says Boo RO doesn't like RO. Well, that's – I guess it's to each his own. Uh, I had a company just recently where the lady requested the RO because she had it somewhere else. Swarping down, it made major difference to her, and uh, she bought a huge RO system that they installed, but uh, the customer wants it. So here really quick, though, um, I'm starting a Facebook group. It's going to be an open group for anyone that's plumbing. Um, it's going to be um, – <laughs> we got – we get this back and forth going. Okay. So really quick, it's going to be for anybody and everybody plumbing, but it's going to be a clean group. You know, it's going to be heavily moderated in that way. It's meant to bring value to the industry, not to devalue the world or not to devalue people or even the people. Uh, um, it's going to be, I mean, it is going to be what it is. I've got about 20 or 30 people here that we can, that I've got that are going to help me moderate the group, but I'm just letting y'all know that's coming. Uh, it would be a nice way for a place for us to go and actually get help and not get slammed and ripped apart just because uh, we did something. Someone else would have done it differently or something. We're not going to get into all that. Um, that's fresh saying I can't join it. 
Brandon, you can join it. It's just going to be moderated and filtered. It's going to be filtered. This is, it's going to be like auto filtered. So it'll automatically pull comments off. If you, if you, you know, it is what it is. Sorry, but it'll be a great place to learn and grow together. It'd be a great way to pour into the newer people. Um, look, man, there's a lot of young guys out there that are plumbing that need help, but they're embarrassed because it's hard to put it online and ask questions. It's a great way to help them. It's a great way to pour back into our industry. It's one thing to sit there and rip someone apart, but it's another thing to go in behind someone and see their bad work. And then it's damaged Mrs. Jones's floors. And I know we can all go, well, it was that guy's fault. It was that guy's fault. It wasn't my fault. It was whatever's fault. But what a bottom line is Mrs. Jones still took the still took the hit for that. And that that's not cool. Hope you guys like the shirt tonight too. I got the uh, palm trees. We got the suns out, guns out, but I don't have no guns. So it is what it is. Guys, listen, I love you. I love doing this show. I'm so glad that you guys watch it. We're going to move this thing over to YouTube. I'm working on getting my own channel on Roku and on uh, Amazon Firefox. Crazy stuff happening. Selling for a lot of companies. Again, we're back in the mix. Literally uh, sold a $21,000 job today or closed today uh, that, I was, that I got to do. That's fun, man. I like being back in this thing. It's an interactive hands-on uh, sales training that I'm doing with some of you guys. Uh, you got to be in my weekly trainings to be able to have access to any of the other stuff that I offer. Because if you don't know the sales process, if your guys aren't willing and you aren't willing to follow that sales process, I really can't help you anyways. Making you money is not what I'm here to do. Give Mrs. Jones a better experience is what I'm here to do. So if you're willing to jump in on that and buy into that idea, I'll help you make money. That's that's what I do. I'll help you make money straight up. But it's got to be on the right premise. It's got to be on the right terms. And it's got to be with the right mindset. So get into the weekly trainings and you can find out about the other stuff. I love He says, What? Says go freshness. Yeah, we had a couple of. Uh, I only got a chance to touch a few calls for that company, but I think we did some big ones. We did some double. We did some five digits and some four digit sales, and uh, it's fun stuff, man. I love doing it. Love being back in the game, guys. I love you. Listen, remember, serve your communities and everything, not just plumbing. We'll see y'all next week. Coming live from Canada later. <laughs>